Peace to the galaxy, it's your boy Supreme, and this is Invader Talk, a podcast for millennials and Gen Z's to bridge the gap between tribes by learning through one another. So today, I'm here with my guy, Coney Brooks. What's up, bro? What's good, bro? How you doing, man? I'm good, bro. How you doing? I'm blessed. I'm happy to be here. Uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here with you guys, you know what I'm saying? I think this is going to be a dope talk. I think it's dope that you came down here to the A, you know what I'm saying? So we can hear what's going on in New York. So can, before, can you give the people like a quick you know, bio of who Coney Brooks is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I'm from the Bronx, New York. I'm an MC, ghostwriter. Uh, I own my own record label. Um, I do a little photography on the side, graphics, but depends on who you asking. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I really just do my best to embody the five elements of hip-hop all together as it comes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That, that's dope that you're talking about hip-hop when we talk about music. Because I be talking to a lot of artists and people like that, and they don't actually even say anything about hip-hop but you from you know what i'm saying new york you know what I'm where hip-hop started what is hip-hop like mean to you coming uh, from there it's now you're good it's it's, it's it's lifestyle you know what i'm saying it's, it's culture um it, it's more than just saying it's music you know what i'm saying because there's so many different components to it like you live your life hip-hop if you're hip-hop yeah you know what i'm saying so so you understand the art of graffiti um it, hip-hop is in your movement it's in your slang um, it's in the type of music that you choose to listen to. It, it's all about uh, capturing an audience and and just really being fresh with it. You know what I'm saying? I, I agree. I think I feel like kind of people ain't gonna say it, but like America, American culture is based off of hip hop. Like they just taking everything we doing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? The black culture we is hip hop. You know what I'm saying? They just trying to package it up and you know what I'm saying commercially, but they getting it from us. That's a fact. Now. Uh, I wanna I wanna ask you because we're talking about the like the birth of hip hop. Originally it was like storytellers, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It was people, you know what I'm saying, we got Rock Kim's original guy, you know what I'm saying? But now in New York it done changed a little bit. The scene is kinda drill. Mm-hmm. What like, you know what I'm saying, what's the big difference in the you know what I'm saying, that that wave and like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, do you If I'm gonna be honest with you, I think the biggest difference is the the choice of how they tell a story. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because it's still a depiction of what they go through. It's just that, you know what I'm saying? As you get older, you tend to separate from um, your understanding of, of what it means to grow up in, in these cities and, and, and what's actually going on. So these kids that's 17, 18, that's doing the drill rap, there's people really spinning on them and, and shooting at their yeah. best friend. <laughs> yeah. And all they're doing is depicting what it is that they live in. So I can't be mad at it. I don't have to like it per se, but I can't be mad at it because it comes from the same essence and struggle that we came from. I'm glad I'm glad you put it that way. I talk about that all the time when they talk about like, yo, how can you be like, you know, I consider myself to be like tapped in or like spiritual or whatever, but I listen to drill music, but I'm like, it's just another person's story. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you get influenced off that story based off of, you know what I'm saying, how much of your story that you understand or know, you know what I'm saying? So like... Yeah, if you listen to drill, drill traps, it could, you know what I'm saying, make you feel aggressive, but you got to change how you're looking at what mm-hmm. is actually being said. It's, it's a real life story. Right. Like, it's a, can you, can you tell me, like, who is, like, the hottest MC right now, you know what I'm saying, that storytelling? Uh, whew. You don't got to be from New York, but um, you're probably going to say it. No, 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 no. Actually, as far as MC, MC, yeah. J. Cole. Okay. Um, but I wanna I wanna flip the switch a little bit and I wanna say like out of the young guys that's really getting into it, uh Moray. Okay. I, I, I think that kid is different. 
Okay. What what about what about him so different? Um, well, it's really just his flow and his approach, his tone, and you can tell he's having fun doing it, but he's telling you exactly where he came from. Um, so he's doing it in a way that's so deceptive yet receptive at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I think um another person, not to take away from uh Maury, but I think uh somebody like uh NBA Youngboy or like Roddy Young Rich, they got no I'm saying they just got a good skill at okay making you receptive to like whatever they're you know what I'm saying, you just you gotta listen. That's what I feel about Moray too. Like it's just the the tone Right. When I'm listening to an artist, that's like one of the things I'm like great in the more like how they can use their voice because it's it's an instrument. You know what I'm right. saying? Instruments have different notes. They don't always just sound like, you know, just a A scale or whatever, right. you know what I'm saying? I don't know how to play instruments, but you get what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh let, let let's step away from music just real quick, man. Okay. Let's, let's let's get into current events because it's a lot of stuff going on. It's twenty twenty one now. Uh the pandemic started in like what is it, twenty twenty? It feel like it's been forever, but it's like two years now, right? Yeah. And uh, I feel like it pushed a lot of people into a different bag. Like, it's like some people had, you know, certain situations, uh, whether it be they lost somebody close to them, whether it be they lost a, a job or anything like that. And people had to really, you know what I'm saying, get resourceful. I think that's why we're seeing like a creative boom right now. Right. Not only just because of technology, but we got to do something. We have to figure it out. Yeah. So what's the biggest lesson that you learned over the pandemic? Um, to be more self-sufficient. Okay. You know what I'm saying? In that regard, it's not about sitting here and waiting for a handout. It's not about sitting here and waiting for my check on Friday for my ends to meet. Like, literally what it is you're just saying, just figuring out a different hustle. You know what I'm saying? Because life is going to hit us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The fact that I do music and I'm used to performing as much as I was normally performing, now i got to scale back. But how do I keep my creative ability up with my name and certain conversations and my feet on people's neck? You know what I'm saying? So I have to be more self-sufficient. I have to uh, step outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To to, to just reach out and, and grab people and, and connect with people. I think a, a lot of us was really forced out of our comfort zone. And, you know, once you get out of your comfort zone, it's really how you grow. You know what I'm saying? You right. change, you learn more. You know, every person you meet, every experience is another lesson. And it changes you whether you actually want to listen or not. You know, they say if you don't learn from something, it keeps popping up. So That's a fact. It's, it's the same thing. So... I, the way I take in life is like, you know, uh, it kind of sounds corny, but you know, kind of like YOLO, like you only live one life, you know what I'm saying? So I like to just be open to everything and understand that anything could happen, right? And we got a lot of stuff going on with uh, the vaccines, right? And mm -hmm. what could go up, you know what I'm saying? You see, I was scared to even bring it up, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I was like, is this going to get, nah, but look, in the event of a zombie apocalypse, because this shit going crazy... What you taking with you? What you taking with you? Oh, my gosh. Now, I'm not going to front. I'm reaching for a weapon first. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. I got to protect mine. Yeah. And then we going to stick up the supermarket. You know what I'm saying? Me and my family and my friends, we going to shack up in that supermarket. All the going to be you right. I wasn't even thinking. I'm thinking the best five so I can give you the PlayStation. Okay. We don't know how long it's going to last. You know what I'm saying? So, so. We gonna we gonna live in that supermarket and we got some weapons to protect ourselves and that's what we gonna do till we figure out the next plan. Okay, so you said be specific though. Weapons are you taking bats? You taking? Oh nah, um, I need a ratchet and I need a machete. A machete. I think that's essential in an apocalypse, so you could come through with the. Yeah, yeah that's a multi-purpose. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I'm definitely going in the event of apocalypse. I'm gonna get some some in some type of shelves. I was thinking the mall, Best Buy. 
But I didn't think about food like that, but the grocery store you would be. That's a that's a good one. So let's let's take this away from, you know what I'm saying, the bad stuff. Let's talk about like the positive, because I feel like that was kinda, you know what I'm saying? What what good do you think is gonna come from this like pandemic right now? Cause I see a lot of not only just the creativity creativity, but like just people changing their mindset. Yeah. Um for me I think the power in knowledge and education. Okay. Um, just just amongst specifically black and brown people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's so many more conversations that are happening and so much more emphasis on things like mental health and um, uh, figuring out how we can pool our resources. Um, that's a lot more than, yo, you got 20 on the bottom. Nah, I, I understand that too. I feel like it is more conscious talk among us. And, and I'm, I'm glad, especially as a young black man, that like now, you know, I done been in rooms and put myself in a space getting out of my comfort zone, but that's that's what it takes to, like, have conversations with people like you that's like, yo, let's talk about how to build a business. Let's talk about meditation. Let's right. talk about mental health, because like you're saying, like, I feel like a lot of uh, our people specifically don't understand what therapy is, or it, it sounds like you soft, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I gotta go talk to my therapist, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's not, you know what I'm saying? You right. gotta talk to somebody, because if you hold that in, you're just gonna explode. And, and that's how we got the school to prison pipeline. And they've been, we can go on for days about that yeah. one because they've been lining us up to 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 go to jail and be a statistic and come out and not have the privileges to vote uh, or be able to provide for our families or, you know what I'm saying, make us fall back into that cycle of poverty just simply with that line of thinking. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Men are soft if they cry or if they um, submit to their emotions. And that's where it starts. And then now they're in school. I'm acting X, Y, Z, and you know what I'm saying? And, and it starts that process. So we need to snap out of that young. And I, I feel you on the fact that, you know what I'm saying, it's becoming more normal not to be that way. Yeah. And you're saying we need to snap out of that young. Let me ask you, so what would some advice be that you would give yourself, your younger self? I'll say, like, your 15-year-old self. Um, Feel your feelings. Okay, I'll expand on that a little bit. Um, So... I was one of them kids, you know what I'm saying? I, I I was angry. I was worried about what people was going to think of me. Um, thank God I had good friends, which is what kept me out of like the prison system and things like that. But um, I was definitely one of them kids running behind certain types of energy for certain types of yeah. uh, attention. You know what I'm saying? Where I was wilding. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I, I was wilding. I was wilding. Yeah. I was bugging out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But feel my feelings. It's okay. It's all right to, to be sad. It's all right to be angry. Feel them, let them go. Release. Feel them, let them go. And it's okay to talk to somebody about them and go and get professional help, bro. That's a fact. We just want to add that on there, yo. It's okay to it's okay to hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> you don't always gotta be good, you know what I'm saying? Like take the time to plan back, you know what I'm saying, to get yourself together, recharge up. You don't have to always be underneath the pressure right. of the world. You know what I'm saying? Um my guy, one of my favorite people, Wallow two six seven, he always says, Fuck what they think. That's why I feel like is the best uh, way to move through life, just fuck what they think, and right. that that'll just get that weight off your shoulders real early. Now let me ask you, let me ask you about this, man. Uh, real quick, I just got like a few more questions for you. Uh, what's the biggest lesson that you learned in life? We talk about advice, but we talk about over the pandemic, but just in overall, just in with you meeting people through situations, experiences. What's the biggest thing that you would want to pass on to anybody? Um, don't take anything personal. You know what I'm saying? You're going to meet people. Um, they're going to behave a certain way. That's a reflection of them or whatever they're going through in that moment. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? That, that doesn't mean that I'm a terrible person. That doesn't mean 
I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. I'm not where I'm supposed to be. As I reflect, you know what I'm saying? Just don't internalize what the next person is going through. That's that's not me. Yeah. Uh, that's dope advice. Just uh, understand that everybody else, everybody has their own world that's going on at the right. same time. It sounds crazy, though, but me and you both could be looking at this flower and see two different things or get two different messages. Right. And uh, when did you figure that out, though? Like, how did, like, can you tell me, like, if it was, like, an experience? Uh, people ask me all the time because I be talking about this this uh books and stuff like yo what what made you start waking up and looking at this what made you start to change your perspective on life um because you used to be wild yeah i I (laughs) used to be wilding you know what i'm saying um i work with kids outside of what it is that i do with music okay so i i find myself when i'm having conversations with these teenagers um simple things like oh the teacher don't like me um i got this grade because so-and-so hates me don't take it personal that's not your fault you know what I'm saying? They, they came in here, they mad because they kid did this at home. They husband and wife, they probably argued. Somebody in their family died. That got nothing to do with you. You come in here, you do what it is you got to do. You keep being a respectful person that you're supposed to be. And you're going to get what it is that you're supposed to get out of life. And I said it so much that I'm like, all right, I think I need to apply this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To my own life. So. I feel like that is that is crazy. When you Sometimes things just click. It just makes sense. And you're saying you, you knew people often know the steps to, to like get to where they want to be it's just the hard part is just like applying it right um how do you like find motivation you know what i'm saying like do you have you say kids is what like really change your perspective uh what's your why like what keeps you motivated to keep being the best you um i see so much of myself in kids and in, in other people and just realize yo if i had just this much motivation, how far I would have went. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So realizing that I could be that spark for the next person, that kind of keeps me going. I like that. I, I, I'm, I'm a similar way. You know what I'm saying? I'm, it's a ripple effect. You know what I'm saying? The energy you put out, you know what I'm saying? It multiplies. It builds right. interest. You know what I'm saying? The next time you might just, you know what I'm saying? Say what's up to somebody and just make their day better. They might walk around the corner, make somebody else day better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that. The dope perspective, man. And I really appreciate you for joining me today and you know, having this talk. Uh, any closing messages for anybody that's tapping into this video? Yeah, man. I just want to tell y'all, um, first and foremost, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all didn't have to spend no time <laughs> listening to <laughs> us build and chop it up. But ultimately, man, feel your feelings. You're going to go through life. Things are not going to get easier, but it's all about how you adapt. You know what I'm saying? And you're going to be all right. Things will get better. They will. My guy, Coney Brooks. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. It's your boy, Supreme, and we out.